Welcome to Chosen Generation Ministries with Pastor Paul Morgan. We are a non-denominational, multicultural ministry based in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. CGM helps to develop nurturing, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, and God. We are a conversational church that engages our congregation in an active dialogue that enhances their personal walk with Jesus Christ in all aspects of life. Let's join Pastor Paul. We thank you that you are great. Sometimes we just don't have words to say about how great you are. Because every time we think we know you, you show us more. We can rest because of you, your presence manifested in our lives. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. And we thank you for your loving kindness. And we thank you that you are God and there is no evil. We thank you for your rest, your peace, your goodness, and your mercy. They are everlasting and everlasting. We thank you that we are alive and well. We thank you that we stand tall in situations of circumstance that think they have us. But we rest in the fact that you already won. And the only thing you're asking us to do is to remember you. When the situation comes before us, we talk to the situation because it's already defeated, but it just doesn't know it. But we do. And we call that manifested right now in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated other than Porter and Jade. I want y'all to stretch out your hand towards them. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for baby. We thank you for babies that, that are on the way. That's the first child. But there's another one. I'm minding my own business. So y'all talk to God about it. I'm just going to tell you what he told me. So, Father, I speak peace to them. This is their first. I just speak peace to them. I come against the spirit of worry, the spirit of fear, and I loosen your presence to be manifested in such a way that when they go to lay down at night, sleep just takes them. They sleep all night long. It's a restful sleep. Even the baby go to sleep during the nighttime. So mama don't have to be concerned about that. We thank you in advance. That We thank you when they go to have the child and all the doctors, the best doctors, the best nurses, the best anesthesiologists. Is on call that day. And, and they will be met. And we thank you in advance for successful deliverance. We thank you that every part of the baby is operating in line with your word, which is perfection. There's no disease. There's no maladies. Just perfection. We call this manifested right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, so when you, you talk about how good God is, I didn't plan that. So who planned it? He did. So that's how he cares about us, guys. He's always looking out for us, always thinking about us, always has plans for us. And all we got to do is step in the plan. Amen? Why we have tra challenges stepping in the plan? Don't answer me yet. Don't answer me yet. Don't answer me yet. I got a hand already back there. But let's go ahead and do the confession, <laughs> and then y'all answer me. Okay? Are y'all ready? Father, I choose to be open and receptive today. I humble myself, bearing my heart, my joys, and my pains. I thank you for restoring my wounded soul. I believe that I will not receive more than my humanity can bear. 
I ask that what is hidden in my conscious and unconscious mind, those secrets hidden from myself that block my growth and intimacy with God and others be revealed. Search me, Holy Spirit. Reveal these hidden hurts to me and show me the areas that must be addressed today. I give you permission to go to the points of inception of my hurts and hidden memories that are negatively impacting my life. I give you access to my heart and mind so that you may bypass any repression, denial, depression, disassociation, confusion, guilt, shame, condemnation, pride, unforgiveness, anger, fear, or lies that may be blocking my memories. Override any obstacles that have hindered me or are hindering me from receiving my freedom in you. I renounce and counsel the effects of receiving any accusations and lies into my mind, body, soul, and heart that is contrary to the truth of who you say that I am. I declare that I live my life loved, cherished, and adored by you. I receive in my heart every expression of your love for me. Because you love me, I am free of all guilt, shame, and condemnation. In Jesus' name, amen. Straight? Okay. Um, see, God got a plan. God got a plan. That plan wasn't in my, my, my makeup. But I just heard him say that there was somebody else that needed to hear that just watching. That God would interrupt what my plan to make sure that his plan is manifested. So see, we got to get on the way. That's why the title of the message is called Launch. Just launch. Y'all, y'all already out the box, right? <laughs> Anybody go back to your box? Okay, y'all tell the truth? Okay, kick that box, tear it up, burn it. In certain neighborhoods, you can't burn stuff. So, you know, you, you couldn't burn it. But I just shredded that sucker up so bad, I'm telling you. Don't, don't go back. Don't go back. So, let's take a look at what's happening when we launch. Because Jesus talked to people. He was talking to, to Simon, Simon Peter. So, let's see what happens. In uh, Luke chapter 5, verse 4 through 11, the Amplified. Now, I'm going to try to read the whole thing and then go back and talk about it. Is that okay? But don't be surprised. (laughs) When he had finished speaking, this is Jesus talking. He said to Simon Peter, put out into the deep, the deep water, and lower your nets for a catch of fish. Okay? Now, now, now y'all check out what what, uh, Simon Peter says back there. Simon Peter replied. Y'all think about ourselves, how we reply. God tell us to do something. What we do? We come up with all the reasons why it can't happen. Why he got the wrong person. Let's just check it. Look, I'm going to try to read this thing now. Simon replied, Master. So at least he knew knew that that he was a person who spoke with authority. I'm talking about Jesus. Master, we worked hard all night to the point of exhaustion and catch nothing in our nets. But at your words, I will do as you say and lower the nets again. Now, he made sure he put words in there to let Jesus know that, you know, I'm not excited about this. You know, it's like, okay, okay, you've been chilling out all night. We've been working. Okay? All right, let's see what else happened. Let's see what else happened. When they had done this, they caught a great number. How, how many? Great. A great number of fish, and their, their nets were at the point of breaking. So that tells me, see, I'm supposed to be reading the scripture. Let me keep on going. Okay, I'm supposed to be reading the scripture. No, okay, all right, I'm supposed to be reading the scripture. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled bo- both of the boats with fish 
So they began to sink. Now, God can bless. Let me, let me see. I'm, I'm breaking, breaking the code. Breaking the code. See, I'm here. All right, so I, I, I had to add this eight and nine to it. So that's not up there. So that means y'all got to pay attention. But when Simon, Simon Peter saw this, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Go away from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all his companions were completely astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. How astonished were Okay. Verse 10. And so were James and John, son of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon Peter. Jesus said to Simon, have no fear. Okay, see, see. From now on, you will be catching men. After they had brought their boats to land, they left everything. Uh-oh. And followed him, becoming his disciples, believing and trusting in him, and following his example. So a lot happened here. Y'all, y'all agree with that? All right, so, so let's go back for a moment now. We can go back now. I can talk about it. All right, I was just trying to get through this scripture. When he, he had, so Jesus had an assignment he had to do. Put out into the deep water and lower your nets for a catch of fish. So it's obvious that where they were was not where he wanted them to be. Now, I got some fishermen in here. On, is Tim here? Okay. Porter, are you a fisherman? Now, when you're standing on the shore, when you, 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 you know, so we, we out in the, you're standing on the shore, the type of fish you catch there is different than the ones you catch out. If you're in the deep, make sure he has a mic. Get, get, get this, this fisherman a mic. Because <laughs> there's a big difference. We think we're doing the best that we can do. So tell me about fishing. In close and far away. Yeah, it's different, different fish out in okay. the deep water than the shallow. Okay. Are they bigger? Yeah. Yeah, okay. you catch, I mean, uh, the couple of times we went offshore fishing, the further out you go, the bigger the fish typically are. In a store. So we might be here, but he wants us here. But then we start complaining. Okay, because y- y'all remember that scripture, right? Okay. Okay, Simon said, Master. So, so we're going to tell God all the reasons why his plan won't work. But our plan not working. <laughs> y- y'all got it? Now, how long are we going to give our plan to work? And he's an instant God. He's a miracle-working God. He can take things and make them manifest. He moves situations and circumstances to be what they need to be for what he's called us to. But see, we won't know that until we launch out into the deep. Because as long as we stay where we are, what are we going to get? What we got. And how many of y'all can satisfy what you got? Okay, all right. All right, you raise your hand. I raise my hand right here. Let me, let me see what else it says. And caught nothing. So we're not catching anything, but we want to stay right there. But at your word. So th- th- this is, when I read that, I see Simon Peter kind of w- 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 patronizing. Is that, that the correct word? Patronizing God. See, it, it was in there, honey. It was in there. It's leaked out. See, I got words on me. I got words on this side. So, so they kind of leaked out. He kind of leaked out. <laughs> but he said, I'm, I'm tired of this. I've been doing this all night long. My boy's been doing it all night long. And then you come along and tell us, so I'm going to go ahead and do what you say. But I just want to let you know that I don't expect, uh-oh. I don't expect anything different because I've been fishing all my life. And when we go out and get fish, we get them. But this night we couldn't. But here it is, you on the shore telling us what we need to do. I've never seen you catch anything. 
Now, y'all just read in between the lines. Y'all know if it was y'all, y'all would be saying the same thing. Because you're hungry, you're tired. You got wives at home and you're going to bring back nothing. You might not sleep tonight. You might not get in tonight. And when he had done this, they, they caught a great number of fish. Now, the thing that some of y'all are looking at, and, well, how long did that take? It had to be shorter than 24 hours. <laughs> but see, we, 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 we just don't like how God does stuff. But breaking, they signaled to their partners. They didn't say they called to the partners. What, what was it? They were trying to keep this a secret? What, why did they signal instead of call? So see, we're willing to let God bless us, but then we don't want to give him praise. Certain things happen to certain people, and I got to ask them, would you mind giving your testimony? Something happened to me. I tell y'all. Straight up, I tell y'all. There is no proper place for giving him credit. You can do it at work. You can do it at home. You can do it with your family. Y'all understand? You can tell them about it. What you hiding for? Because, see, they didn't believe God was going to work for you. But he did it. Not on your time or his time. So, they, so if we can say they secretly acknowledge to their friends. See, y'all come on over here. I want to keep this thing quiet because I don't want to share it. But let me go back now to this verse. Jesus said to Simon, have no fear. From now on, you will be catching men. So what I want to share with you is there is a gifting and calling that you have on the inside of you that God wants you to tell other people about. Because you might have been good at what you did, but now you're great at it. And the greatness didn't come from you. It came from him. Y'all understand what I'm saying? But Jesus, because God always does stuff, remember how I said he does stuff like that? So he's using the very thing that you are into to manifest his presence so that you can tell about it. Because we like talking about ourselves. How many of y'all agree with that? Okay, I just got a huh. But we like talking about ourselves. All you got to do is be quiet. You introduce yourself to somebody and say, you know, what, what, what type of things you do? And they'll tell you. They'll take you back to when they were in college, when they were in school, when they started it, how many times they got promoted and so forth. All you got to do is listen. People love to talk about themselves. Did y'all ever have a challenge with people talking? Just bring up, so what do you do? But see, he used the very thing that Peter understood, which was fishing, to draw him in. See, God can draw you in using the very thing that you think you have mastered. Because he know you know that thing. All right? Everybody got it? So what's the importance of obedience? Because what did Jesus tell Peter? Launch out where? He'd been the deep end. Not the shadow end, but the deep end. So what is he telling you to do? Where is he telling you to go? What? Is, what, what? I'm, I'm talking to you. <laughs> you can answer. <laughs> but, but check this out. Let's look at this. The importance of obedience. If you really love me, you will keep and obey my commandments when you get ready. Did, did it say that? No. Okay. You know as parents, parents get a hard rap, don't they? Don't, don't we? <laughs> yes, yes, honey. Yeah, parents get a hard rap. But you know, when the children come around to their maturity, you've been praying for that since they were born. <laughs> Some of them will come back and say, hey, I, I judge you wrong. You, you, you were right when you told me such and such. But I wasn't willing to listen. Any of us ever came back to our parents and said we saw? Okay, I, I see. Okay, okay. Psalms 3, 1 through 2 in the New Living Translation says, My children, never forget the things I have taught you. Why do they tell us don't forget? Because the situation you're going to find yourself in, 
If you go by what he tell you, you don't have to stay in this situation. Store my commandments in your heart. And why are we storing them? Because we're going to use them. If not for us, then the next person that's coming up to have a challenge. We're going to have to call on those things. Because we might be smart, but we're not that smart. He said, if you do this, y'all read this one with me, verse 2. If you do this, you will live many years, and your life will be satisfying. How many want a satisfying life? He said, live many years. Well, guys, make sure we live a healthy many years. Y'all don't understand? Y'all, this y'all talk time. In what areas do we find it difficult to obey God? See, I'm getting the metal in there. See how I, 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 I ease you guys up? Y'all talk to me. Raise your hand. In what areas do we find it difficult to obey God? Is it in unforgiveness? God tells us to forgive. Is that a challenge for us? To bless somebody, is that a challenge for us? I don't want to bless them, but God told you to. He didn't tell you to bless them because you liked them. <laughs> he said bless them because he loved them. He called on you to do something you can't do unless you rest in him. Remember how I told you people bless Curl and I, they slam the money in our hand? You know, it's like, <laughs> and he's like, okay, thank you. Yes, yes, sir. Um, I think for me, it's it's difficult for me to uh, admit when I'm wrong or and, and or to say that I'm sorry to someone okay. if I know that I'm wrong. Okay. Because what 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 you what are you concerned would happen if you said you were sorry? Um, I, I don't know what the reaction will be, and okay. I can't control the situation. Okay, I appreciate your honesty. Who else? I got somebody back here. Difficult to um, obey God when He tells you to do something that doesn't make sense. Okay, it doesn't make sense. Okay, okay, all right. Who who did something before that? God told me to do that don't make sense. Everybody ought to raise their hand. Because he tells us to do that a lot, don't he? Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, who else? Anybody else? One coming your way. You obey God when I think, but what if? Okay. But what if this happens? Okay. But what if that happens? Okay. So not, I want to see the long plan rather than him telling me to take the next step. Okay. And the what ifs normally are, are hidden in what? I mean, what do you think is going to happen if the what if? Is it a negative thing? It's typically not positive. Okay, okay. I do. Otherwise, well, I'd be taking okay, the next okay, step. Okay, okay, all right, okay, okay. <laughs> and, and, and so I told y'all on Thursday, when we want to know what God wants us to do, do what, do what he told us. Amen? Everybody okay with that? I'm not looking at no, I'm looking at the exercise. <laughs> I mean, the next step, we want the 20-year plan, but, but, but he know we can't handle the next day plan. <laughs> Am I lying on anybody? Because if we, he told us the next day plan, what's going to happen is we're going to tell him why it won't work. We're going to be, be just like Simon Peter. <laughs> but, Lord, I've been doing this for a while, and it had, it had worked out. Why, why should I trust you? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, I mean, could it be because he knows the end from the beginning? Oh, wow. and, and I'm standing up here with you. I have my challenges, too. Don't, don't think because I'm a pastor I don't have challenges. But I got one response, and that's to raise my hand and worship him. That's the first place. You hurt me. First place I'm going to do is I'm going to ask for forgiveness for you, but then I'm going to put my hands up and worship you. It's not a, I've just seen it works best. Forgiveness is the first place you need to go to. We're looking at that exercise again because these people grunting at me, guys. You out there? At least I don't hear you grunt. <laughs> okay, so, so, so let's see what happens if we stay in the shadow water. Y'all want to see that? So if we stay in the shadow water, we, we're operating in fear. And not just fear, but fear of failure. Because I know what I'm going to get right here. I stayed in the same place all night long and didn't catch anything. 
but I'm afraid to step out and go deeper. And, and, and I know what's going to happen, the fear of the unknown. Now, now can y'all be honest with me? Would y'all be honest with me? Raise, now, I'm only going to give you two. How many of us operate from the fear of failure? Okay. How many of us operate from the fear of the unknown? Okay. All right. So we got two. Okay. Both. Okay. Both. What, what the fear of the unknown say to y'all? Give me somebody over here and somebody over here. Or, or are you just watching? What, what, what does the fear unknown? Because see, write this down. Every emotion says something. See, people need to understand that every emotion says something. You got an emotion of fear or failure. Failure is talking to you. And, and it's, it has a conversation. And what it does is it grabs that, the conversation and then say, okay, I need some more. So then it's going to grab another one. It's going to grab another one. So it's emotions, if not processed, will take us to a place where it's deeper than what we thought. Because that's all we've been thinking about. You understand? All right, anybody got a hand? Y'all okay? Okay, thank you over here. Okay. So sometimes it could be not what you feel about yourself, but how you feel other people will perceive your failure. Ooh, okay, okay. I appreciate your honesty. Okay. Anybody? Okay, yes, ma'am. Um, the unknown may be worse than where I'm at right now. Oh, the unknown may be. Okay, I appreciate your honesty. How many of y'all feel like that? The unknown is worse than what I have right now. Okay. All right, thank you. Comfort. These are what happens if you stay in the same place in that shallow water. Now, you've been fishing for a while, but I don't know what to expect. I'm going to stay right here where the familiar is instead of going into the deep. What do I have to lose by stepping into the deep if I already don't have enough right here? I'm just talking. That shallow water. I got you out the box. Well, let me see. Let me rephrase that. I taught on getting you out of the box, but you're here to make a decision. But see, these things, same emotions will follow you into the box. That's what got us in the box. You know, I'm just, just I'm, I'm comfortable. Whew. I'm talking to somebody right now. Being beaten is not comfortable because you got to hide those marks. You got to avoid work and you got to avoid family. But you got a God who made you priceless. And when you come to the place where you recognize how valuable you are, your decisions will be different. Because you will understand that God paid the ultimate price for me. And I don't have to take this. But what you want to do is one step at a time. One step at a time, you want to talk to God about it. And you want to get insight and understanding from his perspective of how much you're worth. Because your worth will determine your decisions. Y'all need to write that down. Your worth will determine your decisions. When you recognize how valuable you are, you make different decisions. Okay? This is what he said. When you recognize your true worth, you will make decisions worthy of you, worthy of him. Your presence will be different. I don't deserve to be treated like this. So I'm talking to somebody. Just go ahead and receive it. Because another reason you will stay in that shadow water is a lack of self-confidence. That's why your worth is important. When you start to see yourself the way he sees you, your decisions will be different. Your confidence will be different. Because you're focusing on your abilities instead of his. The thing about God is God is a faithful God. So what he does is you don't need certain things until you get there. When you get to that place, that's when he will meet you there. When you're called on something to do that people don't understand, including ourselves, how are you going to do that, Lord? Well, see, I'm going to take the next step. Because remember what I said earlier? People want to know what God wants us to do next. You do what he told you. Lack of self-confidence. 
What if we started putting our confidence in him? We serve a God that is limitless. Got a mic? Got a, somebody got a question? Uh, I recall when I was probably 10 or 11 years old, and I used to go to the neighborhood swimming pool, uh -huh. and I took swimming lessons. Okay. And I used to go back and forth across. I said, one day I want to dive off that diving board. Okay. I was afraid to dive off the diving board, even though I thought I could swim. Okay. Well, one day I was there by myself. I went over to the, got in the line, climbed up, got on the diving board, stand on the edge of it. I said, do I really want to do this? Okay. I went on and did it. You did? I did. I'm still here now. So okay, glow. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to overcome that fear. Okay. And, and prove to myself that I could. Glory to God. I think I was around 11 or 12 years old. Okay. All right. Thanks for sharing. You, you know, the thing about the dime board, though, they have one I, I see, is they don't tell you that you're going to look down and see the total distance. <laughs> you know, you, you think you're just going to see, you know, it's 12 feet. So you look at that, you're like, okay, 12 feet. And you look down. But when you get up there, when you look down, you see 24 feet because you're seeing the bottom of the pool. <laughs> Amen? Okay. Okay. I, I just want you to think about that. Okay. Go ahead. I was going to ask if you could. Give maybe another example. Dale just gave one of putting his confidence in the Lord. Can you give us another example okay. of what that looks like? Okay. So when you apply for a position, you apply for a job, and you come up with all the reasons why you can't get it because you don't have experience in that area. So you are very hesitant about doing it, but God is telling you to do it. He makes sure you get that. And you go in and you, you will have, he will meet you there with favor. What is favor? People don't even know why they're going to hire you. They will move people aside that has more experience than you do. And they will move them aside and it says, there's something about that person. Now, now you're walking out of the, the interview and they, they might have even treated you a little funny. Y'all ever been treated funny at an interview? Where you can tell the person don't like you or they, you know, it's like, they, they, they just. And so what we do is we based our receiving a job off what the interview. But God has given us favor where when that person goes to make a decision, they are thinking about, mm. see, see, this is what I do. When, when people call Curl and I and ask us to pray for, they got a job interview. In the first place we go to is, Father, we thank you in advance for divine favor. Divine favor is not located. It's divine. So that means it's God-driven. And we say, y'all ready for this? We thank you that every time the person thanks, see, or hear about that position, all they're thinking about is that person. So, so, so what happened when they try to go sleep? They think about the person. What happened when they're on their way to work? And so we believe that God manifests in our mouth and in our heart the things we need to say in order to move forward. So we got to talk different. So we tell people now, I'm going to pray. Now, 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 make sure you get an understanding of this. Some people, we will tell them, once we pray, will you make a decision not to say anything different than what we're saying? Because the word said if two or three agree is touching, their God is to see to it manifest. So we'll tell the person, don't say anything. And sometimes it's challenging for people. Yeah. Now, you understand? Because they feel like they got to, well, you know, it really didn't work. I probably won't get it. And when it don't manifest, we know it wasn't us. Y'all understand what I'm saying? But that's how. We can have a lack of self-confidence, but let's talk about what he's giving us instead of what we can't get. It's a real decision. 
Uh, what, what was the dude? Um, him and, let's see, his wife couldn't be pregnant. Wife couldn't get pregnant. This is in uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Okay, y'all got it? <laughs> and, and so this is what happened, man. They were believing to have a child, but when the angels manifest, they told, they, sh- they sh- shut this guy's mouth. Who, who are we talking about? Who? Elizabeth. Elizabeth's husband. So God, God allowed the angels to shut his mouth. And so he couldn't figure out why he couldn't talk. Because God has already manifest that they are going to have a child. So he said, God know, he said, if this guy can talk, he got to be the negative one. How many of y'all know the negative one? Don't, don't point to your husband or your wife. Don't point to your children. The negative one. You know what I'm talking about, Miss Lee. So, so what happened was he couldn't talk. So when, when things started to happen, he wrote down the child's name. And people couldn't understand, why would you call this child John? That's not your name. Because what would happen is when you had a child, you would name it after yourself, the man. And so he couldn't understand. But see, his mouth stayed shut for how many months? How many months? Nine months. Because everything was dependent on God's confidence, not his. So the moment he wrote John, they asked him, why do you write John? And then he was able to speak. Because the baby was manifested. So that's why we got to keep them all shut when we get somebody to agree with us. Because he could not speak until after he wrote what needed to be wrote. The baby should be called John, not daddy's name, but John. So sometimes our mouth has to be closed so that God can bring to pass what he wants to bring to pass. Because see, God is a perfect God. He, he, He deals with time and space, but he controls it. Man didn't start to make the, the, the earth spin around. <laughs> That's God. God invented all this, these things. But, but, but if you're dealing with confidence and your ability, you got to rest in his. Watch what you say. Watch what you do. Amen? Everybody breathing? Okay, just checking on y'all. Oh, procrastination. Let's delay this thing. I, I want it, but I'm going to delay it. That's why he shut his mouth. Because he would delay the pregnancy. I remember uh, Carol and I, when we first went to Norma Lamb, she was an Asian-American who, who, who got pregnant, and she told her, her father, I'm talking about her earthly father, she says, I don't want to birth my child in a communist country. So it took her 13 months to leave that country. The baby was born after she left the country. When she came to America, guess what happened? She had the baby. Because what was her prayer? You see what I'm saying? So to everybody else, the doctor's saying something wrong. She should have the baby by now. But God said something right. I got to honor her prayer. She prayed to me. She prayed in faith, believing that what she prayed would come to pass. So I will bring it to pass. Nothing was wrong with the baby. But once she came to what she had believed God for, he manifested. So sometimes we don't have what we ask for because we haven't manifested. Now, now just, just check this guy out. Remember? He said, launch out into the deep. Peter came up with all the excuses why he shouldn't do it. But once we stop making the excuses and just do what God tells us to do, there it is. Amen? 
Yeah, they, boy, I tell you, y'all intense today. But why we procrastinate? See, these guys work together. See, like, when we procrastinate, all we got to do is go back to the unknown where fear is. We don't know what's going to happen if we do it. Yes, ma'am. Um, I procrastinate um, due to not wanting to be rejected. Okay. So, like, back in the day when I was in college, I would procrastinate and do my papers because I'm like, if I put all this time into it and I don't get an A, like, that's rejection. Okay, okay. I appreciate your honesty. There's certain things you do that you do it so well, but people don't know what you think. I mean, Jazz right. I mean, she can write. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, but, but we think we're not there. Am I lying on anybody? All right, resistance to change. You just struggle to adapt. Man, I like it when it was done like this. I, I, I like it when it was done like that. I, I, I don't want us to do it different. I want it to stay the same. How come it can't stay the same? Why do you want to change it anyway? Can, can, can I be real? Is it okay to be real? When Curly says, say Curly says. When Curly says she want to change something in a certain room, I get nervous. Talk about resisting the change. Boy, I'm talking about resisting the change. Because I know Curly. <laughs> when she says I want to change this seat, she don't want to just change the seat. What, 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 what she want to change? The whole room. Am I lying? Men, am I lying on anybody? Ed going to have to drive home by himself. He raised his hand. He was the only man raising his hand. I know it. So, so when they talk about that, so that was me right there, resisting the change. Because I know the other day she mentioned about, you know, I'm just looking at changing the color in the living room. It's not just the living room. <laughs> now, that's just one whole room, the living room and the kitchen. They go together. I know what she really means. Raise your hand, guys, if, if, I'm not, if, I'm, if I'm telling the truth. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, so that's my resistance to change. So I just try to keep moving because I know if we get that, earth, that one thing changed, she, she got a plan. Y'all understand? Am I lying? <laughs> so I, I have a struggle to adapt. So I try to stay outside, because as long as I'm outside, <laughs> you know, because she'll take you to that area. Y'all know what I'm talking about? If we normally don't sit in there, she'll go, hey, honey, what you, let, let's sit in the living room. And I'm like, <laughs> guys, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Resisting the change. But see, this is the part, though. It look good once you do it. Right. Am I lying, guys? Am I lying? She'll pick out colors for me to wear and stuff like that. And I'm like, what? And then when I wear it, people are like, man, I like that. Yeah, so what, what I got back there? You know, Corey T is um, agreeing with you right now. Corey T is agreeing. Okay, all right. He ain't said nothing about nothing else I said, but he, he ain't it. <laughs> guys, you got to have fun, man. Limited resources. That's another reason why we, we stay in the shallow water. Because of limited resources, our finances, our time. Can, can, can we pull this off? But God really meet us there. But he tells us we got to take account of our, our, our things, ourselves. Now, now it, 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 can it be real? Well, I'm going to be real anyway. I ain't even going to wait for you to answer. <laughs> got limited resources. And, and we took day rams. We took day rams about four, four times. But, but this is the thing. If you're having a financial challenge, what you need to do is, what Dave Ramsey say, sell, sell some things. Because if you haven't used something in a year, it's time for it to move on. Y'all understand what I'm saying? 
It's time to move on. How many lawnmowers do you need? See, I'm messing with the men first. Okay? <laughs> what do you say? Whichever one works? One that works. He said one that works. But if you're having a financial issue, you ready? Sell some stuff, but make sure that you're a giver. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. But you make sure that as you're giving, you're doing confessions attached to that. But don't give grudgingly. Y'all know what grudgingly is, right? Yeah, you're grinding at it. You're grinding at people. And then the next thing is get a, get a part-time job. I'm looking at the exercise again. Boy, I've been looking at some exercise today, man. Get a part-time job. When Curly was, was interested in Mary Kay, I, I told her, I said, okay, babe. You, you, you know when your wife come to you with, with a new idea about finances? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm the only one. I'm the only one. And I told her, I said, sweetie. She said, well, you know, I really want to do Mary Kay full-time. And, 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 and I said, okay. Then I go outside and pray. Why did I go outside and pray? Because I didn't want, want her to hear me praying. So I come back in and I say, well, you know, sweetie, I tell you what. If you can make, because she's in part-time sales, if you can make the same amount of money that you're making as an executive in, in uh, what, what was it, Hartford Insurance, then you can do Mary Kay. She said, okay. Because, see, some people consider stuff a challenge. She lived life to fix challenges. So she said, okay. So in four months, she made more money than she made at Hartford. So I said, you're free, honey. So she quit. Never looked back. So see, you got to count the cost when we're talking about limited resources. You got to count the cost. Don't, don't, don't get special. Don't get spiritual. Y'all understand? Spiritual means that you haven't talked to God about this thing. Because he said count the cost. I didn't say count the cost. He said count the cost. So if you have issues of not following through, maybe this is not the time for you to do something new. Ooh, that kind of vibe, didn't it? But guys, you got to take a look at stuff because you don't want to get on top of things and then fall below things. Because, see, you've been telling people about how blessed you are, and now they're going to have to hear about how poor you are because of decisions that God didn't tell you to do. Amen? You got to count the cost, man. And if your, your mindset is one where you don't finish things, you working for yourself might not work. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Some people need to answer to somebody. Amen? <laughs> Curl, I'm just messing. I'm messing with the folk today. Uh, yes, yes, sir. Mike coming your way. You, you understand what I'm saying? Some people need to clock in and clock out. Because <laughs> you won't follow through. You won't be there. Yeah, you do it for others, but won't do it for yourself. I, I just want to ask you or everybody else, you, what you say was so known and blessed, I just want to make sure that I write it down correctly. Okay, y'all help me out now, because once I say it, yeah. what, what I say? But you can't do something new. Can't the cost of something like that. Can, can, can you guys? Well, if you can't follow through, don't start something new. Okay. All right. So you got a history of not following through. And see, you got to take into account. I mean, I can talk to y'all. You got to take into account whether you are a certainty person or uncertain. Curly is an uncertain person. You, if you go into sales, you got to be used to uncertainty. I like certainty. Okay, I like certainty. I like to know this coming in. I like to know when it's coming in, how much is coming in. 
That's neat. But see, you got to know your personality type. Amen? How, how, many, how many of y'all are certain? Meaning that you like to know. As you heard, man, every week get paid. How many of y'all are uncertain? All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. You got to judge that personality type, too. I'm telling you. But anyway, limited resources. Don't always count on your family to stand by you. Ooh, I, I hit something. Y'all talk to me now. Talk to me. Talk to me. Give me somebody over here, somebody over here. <laughs> I mean, all of what you're talking right right now okay. has been what I've been talking to my husband okay, okay. Uh, this week about and going through. Okay. You touched right on it. Okay. You know, I had a discussion with a family member, and they, okay. they were opposed, very much opposed to okay. the ideas that I have coming up. Okay. And, um, yeah, it kind of shook me. Okay. I appreciate mm -hmm. the honesty. Who else? Anybody else over there? Because see, that thing is, it's like when, when you bring up stuff, you got to have history. Do you understand what I mean by history? The history has to say that I pay my bills. I don't have to ask people to help out. Am I successful enough? And then you can launch out. But if, if you're having a challenge with your finances or head multiple times of that, don't be surprised when people don't trust you. Do you understand? But if you have the, the framework, you've been consistent, then when you launch, people used to it. Amen? I knew Curly was going to pay her bills. You understand? <laughs> when you agree to something, like, you know, when we go shopping in times past, she wouldn't get the most expensive thing because she knew where we was financially. Am I lying on anybody? But you, you, some of unmarried people or dating people, they, they get the most expensive thing. You're going to treat them to, to dinner or lunch? I ain't talking about the first date. Because first date, you're trying to impress people. <laughs> All right, let me keep going. I think the last one, last is supposed to be lack of support. And that's what I was talking about family. Don't look to your family all the time, guys. Because some, some, if we have a challenge being faithful and doing things that God has called us to do, then we understand the lack of support with family. But if you are consistent in what you do, you say what you're going to do and you do it, then people won't have a challenge supporting you because they can look at your profile and they can tell, yeah, this person always follows through. This person always does what they say they're going to do. This person is always there to do what they say they're going to do. But if that's not your profile, don't be surprised if people, don't, people won't support you. Can y'all turn to your neighbor and say amen? amen. Okay. Sure, I just had to check on them. I had to check on them because I feel like y'all leave me out in the deep. I'm swimming by myself. <laughs> All right, let's see what else happens. Okay, I got another question for you. What are some situations in our life where we need to actively trust God more? Y'all think about it, okay? What are some situations, notice that there is plural, right? In our life, not in our neighbor's life, not in our spouse's life, not in our child's life, where we need to actively trust God more. And I'm expecting some answers. Because that thing is real, man. And don't be afraid to write it down because you're not doing it. Write it down because that's where you're going. Amen? Y'all go ahead and, and, and talk to me. What you got? What you got? Okay. All right. Yes, sir. I like, I need to trust him that uh, pretty much in everything in my life. Okay. So because if I don't, then I'm going to fall short somewhere. Okay. So, Dale, give us one. Pick one. Health. Health. And health says what? Um, that I'm going to live a healthy and happy life. Okay, want to live I, a healthy and happy, happy and life. And I have to believe in that. Because, okay. Because, you know, as soon as I fall off of that, then things can come my way. Okay. That right. I don't want. Okay. 
Okay. I'm not meddling. I'm just asking. How many of us, you know, you go to the doctor and you take the meds and the doctor tells you to take the meds? Nobody raise their hand? Do you take the medication that the doctors prescribe for you? Okay. Okay. All right. So, so this is the same thing about we were talking about support. You got to make sure you do what the doctors tell you to do. Okay. You might not like what they say, but if their process can help you out. See, in order to be, live a healthy life, we got to do healthy things. Oh. <laughs> what do you say? That's the problem? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that, that's it. So if you're supposed to walk, walk. If you can only walk from here to the door, at least you walk. But you'll start there, but go further. Because see, the anointing will in, empower us to do what we think we can't do. Don't think you can get out there and, and run a marathon and you hadn't ran in years. But some people will try that and then they say, well, see, this didn't work. <laughs> But anyway, you got a question over there. Go ahead, sir. Um, I think for me, when, when I make a decision, not knowing what the outcome of the decision might be. Okay, okay. Yeah. And what does it normally say to you? It just says that it's very uncertain, and there's, there's a lot of uh, unknown things that, again, it comes back to I can't control it. Okay, I can't control it. Okay, who else? Thank you. Okay. I, well, I'm going to go ahead and stop right here. That's what I'm going to do. See, I want to go on. I want to go to the next slide. But would I be meddling? It's okay to meddle sometimes. I'm not going to meddle because I, I gave you all a lot. Because y'all normally are talking to the group. But this group today, they were like, what? I'm not saying nothing. Because, see, they had heard me add, add something different to my questions. They asked me to start. I asked them to start telling me, what did that now say? Cause see, I want us to stop hiding behind words. You understand? So when you say something, you say a noun, the noun has a conversation. I don't talk to you about breathing. I'm with you, we in a session, or we talking, or we in church, and I hear you breathe loud. That breath is saying, I've held on to this, and I didn't realize that I was breathing. I feel safe enough now where I can breathe. You know, y'all heard people go, see, that's, that's an indicator. There's something I've been holding on to, and I finally felt comfortable enough to breathe. But I was hoping you wouldn't notice the breath. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you in advance. I thank you that this is the day you made, and we made a decision to rejoice and be glad in it. We just thank you that we are at a place, some of us are getting to a place, where we want to launch out into the deep. But we want to use those same wording, that same wording to acknowledge that we need a Savior. We tried to live life on our terms, and it hasn't worked well. So we are at a place where we want to launch out into the deep to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Because we tried it our way, and fear was our motivator, uncertainty was our mo un uh, motivator, procrastination, because we said for the last few years that we were going to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior of our lives, but we made a decision, ah, I got tomorrow. But what's promised is what you're breathing right now, today. So uh, heads are bowed and eyes are closed. We want to just offer to everyone who, even people who are here that don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior of their lives, that they have an opportunity. So those in congregation and those who are confessing him would say the same. The people who are already here that are saved, they are only saying this because they are in agreement with what they want to happen to those who don't know him. So just repeat after me, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that we choose to accept you, believe you, and confess you as Lord and Savior of our lives. 
Because we tried living life on our terms. We tried to battle fear. We tried to, to battle procrastination. But we were resistant to change. But today that's different. We choose to accept by confessing you with our mouth the change that you would make on the inside of us. That we would have eternal life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please visit our website, chosenrva.com, and check in with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Chosen RVA. We hope you'll join us again soon.